Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, The Sex Spiral, Forgiven and Free from Pornography. The Sex Spiral will teach you God's design for sexuality, the triggers that lead to porn addiction, and how to exit the sex spiral with a purity plan for your life. You can order online at Amazon.com or any other retailer. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's show. The Dustin Daniels Show. Unashamedly proclaiming God's purity through His Son, Jesus Christ. Devoted to saving marriages. Dedicated to protecting children. Addressing sex with biblical truth and without shock value. You're listening to the intersection of life and lust. Call toll-free at 1-855-5-DUSTIN. And now, here's your host, Purity Pastor Dustin Daniels. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It's Galatians 2.20. For you are a chosen people. You are royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. And once you had no identity as a people, but now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, and now you have received God's mercy. 1 Peter 2, verses 9 and 10. Who are you? That is the question for today's show. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, I'm a, I'm a banker. I'm a plumber. I'm a, a realtor. No, no, that, that's, that's what you do for a living. And it's easy to identify with our jobs as who we are, isn't it? But the question is, well, it's, it's startling, really. Who are you? Now, some of you may, may be thinking about things that your, your parents told you or, or kids growing up. They, they called you certain names, you know, things that weren't so nice. I've got that tape reeling in my head. And, and, you know, those things unfortunately seem to play over and over in our heads as we become adults. And we believe and believe it or not, they, they really do affect our relationships. But see, that's not who you are either. And we just we just kind of latch on to those names, don't we? Those associations, those failures in our life. So today we're going to address this topic, this topic of identity. And to help me is my dear friend and colleague in ministry, pastoral psychologist Mike Turner. How are you, my friend? I'm I'm doing very well, and um, I just am fascinated by the once again the simplicity of the questions you bring out in here about my identity. What is my will from last show? What mm-hmm. is my identity now? Mm-hmm. And of course, they're not simple at all. They're complex, but in in truth, if we, and here comes that word, surrender 
they get real simple real fast because it's all been done. When we simply see the phrase of the first, second Corinthians five seventeen in Christ, that means he's done it for us. That is very good news. It is good news. Very good news. And so whether you're a banker, whether you're an attorney, whatever the, the lineup you said, mm-hmm. you know, God doesn't need bankers and attorneys. He needs godly men that happen to be bankers and attorneys. And that makes all the difference in the world. It shows you the priority of the process, doesn't it? I mean, it's, I, I think we have kind of a, a mistaken identity in the church, Mike, I, I you know, this would, this, 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 this identity question would make a, certainly a good detective drama, and it would make one heck of a, <laughs> of a reality show. But reading the scriptures, and then growing up and experiencing, you know, everything that life has thrown at us. I mean, it, it tends to to be a little hard to believe at times that I really am, I really am a new creation, as Second Corinthians. Uh, five tells me, but it seems too good to be true at times. It it is, and and let's take a look at that word, a new creation. What are we a new creation in? In Christ. In Christ Jesus. So what what does that equal to us, or what does that mean? That means we are now describing something that is created at a qualitatively new level of excellence. It refers to a regeneration or a term that's called used so much is we're born again. It's a new birth because we are a purity show. What does that mean in that relation? That means in our new creation, we give up our old ways to his ways, to his will, to his desires. We become the desire of his heart by wanting the desire of his heart. We become that new creation in Christ. But there's a little problem that comes with this. <laughs> a little one? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Just a, uh, on a scale of one to ten, about a ten. About a, yeah, yeah. eleven. Yeah. And it's that that little old flesh, that that old part of us that that comes and wants to take over when we are dealing with temptations, when we're dealing with with uh, the difficulties that we want to. We want it our way. We don't want it God's way. And that flesh, Paul talks about it so beautifully in Romans 7. Yeah. You, you know, I, when I hear that word flesh, that, that kind of confuses me, Mike, uh-huh. when, when I hear that, because that's the word that, that's translated uh-huh. usually, mm-hmm. the way the Apostle Paul does it. But I tend to think, and let me know what you think about this, I tend to think when I hear that, it's not my flesh that's, that's bad. This is a sin issue. I think of it more as my ego. Mm-hmm. We can use that. My, yeah. my, my ego is the problem because my, my flesh isn't necessarily bad because Jesus w- was both God and human. So uh-huh. we know that flesh is not bad. But for whatever reason, that confused me for years. And then I started thinking, well, wait a second. This is really, <laughs> this is really a Dustin problem. This is yeah. an ego problem. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Makes, makes total sense. Yeah, it's the old way. Yeah. Basically the old the old part of me, and when I'm born new again, I am to set all those ways aside. Well, my mind has been trained to operate in that prior to my salvation, Mm -hmm. so there's going to be a little residual there, and I'm going to want to dip back into operating under my system, the flesh system, so to speak, as opposed to the new spiritual 
Christ system that I'm under. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the question is, it really is startling. Who are you, mm-hmm. right? And then the other question is, whose are, are you? you? Because yeah. it's like, well, wait a second. God the Father sees, he really doesn't see me. He sees his son in me because I've been, I've been justified through Christ himself. And the way that looks, if I'm a new creation, then I should be doing some new things, right? Exactly. In my life. Well, I'd like to see some of those things in order to make sure that you're safe, and I do see some of those things in you. (laughs) But but that's the thing. If if we're not seeing the new things in our our life, Mike, Uh then, you know, that's a question for working out what Scripture says, working out your salvation with fear and trembling, because uh-huh. if, I, if I say that I've done this, I've accepted Christ, and I'm going to church, and I'm, but I'm not acting any different, that's called fruit, and that's a dangerous place to be, right? It's a very dangerous place to be, it's, um, and we don't want to be fruit inspectors by any means or anything like that, but no. I mean, there needs to be a, an example. James chapter 2 talks about it. There needs to be a faith before men and a faith before God. Mm-hmm. It needs to be seen. If anyone's looked at James chapter 2, that's a difficult passage too with uh, the diatribe that's going on there. And it's a fancy word for saying just a, a straw man set up that's there. And we, we see that Abraham showed his faith before God and Rahab showed her faith before God also and works with men when she held those people at her house that was there. But in Christ is a fascinating uh, statement, it's a profound statement. And basically for us to surrender to in Christ means our security is in Christ who bore the judgment for us, but not just that, that we also believe an acceptance in him whom God alone is well pleased. He's only pleased with us because we are in Christ. That's right. <laughs> you know, and the third part of that is... Our future, our future believers, the future is the assurance and is him who is in the resurrection to eternal life and is the sole generator of the believer's inheritance in heaven. Basically, guys, you got nothing except what you have in Christ. Yeah, God got the wrong end of the deal, it seems, on this, well, this little swap, you know. But it, here's the thing. It's so hard for most of us uh-huh. to believe that we really are... New. God has taken our hearts of stone, and he has given us a heart of flesh. Yeah. And it takes us a long time to, to start this changing process. Yeah. But this, this is when we embrace the journey to purity. And once again, we can't do it by ourselves. And, and here's one thing that really stuck with me here lately is that it doesn't really matter what I think about myself. Mm. It, it really, truly only matters what God says. Dustin, I used to be a... I used to need so much affirmation from people, and I was a people pleaser. And I, it's as though I just gave them my certificate of ownership, mm-hmm. and how it was my actions and their opinion of those actions equaled my value. And if they were okay with me, I was okay with myself. And you know that like to drove me crazy. Well, it's an exhausting. It's an exhausting way of life. Isn't it, it is. It's exhausting. And who you're going to identify in is going to determine who you are. Yeah. Jesus says his yoke is easy. It's simple. It is. He will bear your burdens. When we come back, we're going to talk about some devotional time, answer some email questions, and also tell you about this men's conference coming up in just a few weeks. It's called The Fight of Your Life. Stay tuned and find out more. You're listening to The Dustin Daniels Show. 
The Apostle Paul talks about struggling with sin in Romans 7. He says, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I just don't do it. Instead, I do the very things that I hate. Have you ever wondered why you keep doing the very things that you hate? Hi, this is Pastor Dustin Daniels, founder of Seven Places Ministries. And I know that struggle personally. And guys, it doesn't have to be that way. By God's grace, you can start doing what is right. And maybe, just maybe, your starting point is a two-day men's workshop called Immersion. Immersion is designed for Christian men who struggle with sexual sin. Whether it's pornography, adultery, or same-sex attraction, and yet yearn and long for the peace and the joy that Christ offers. It is for freedom that Christ set you free. It is time today to learn how to stand firm and not submit to your yoke of sexual slavery anymore. Visit sevenplaces.org and click on workshops for more information. Hey, this is uh, Pastor Brian Goins, author of Playing Hurt, the guy's strategy for winning marriage, and you are listening to The Dustin Daniels Show. Well, thank you, Pastor Brian. Yes, Playing Hurts, a guy's strategy for a winning marriage. Great couple interviews there with, with Pastor Brian. You can log on to DustinDanielsRadio.com to listen to that. Also, over 100 other radio shows all discussing God's purity. And speaking of purity, there is a... A men's conference, purity conference, coming up on February the 20, 28th, and it is uh, at Shiloh Community Church, and it is going to be an incredible morning with Dr. Mark Laser. And really, what this is, it, it asks the question, what does it take for you to be the man that God called you to be in a world that's doing its very best to make you someone else? I mean, we sexual integrity is is number one moral accountability, purpose. As men, we have those three things at the top of our, our mind a lot, and sexual integrity is number one. And and once again, this, this conference is not necessarily all about pornography or all about sex, but it's giving you the tools to train you so that you can then take those tools, take them to your church, and then if you've got children, to teach them to your children because God doesn't blush. He's come up with, with this idea of sexuality, and he wants to teach us and give us the tools to do that. So once again, February the 28th, it's on a Saturday at Shiloh Community Church. Dr. Mark Laser is going to be there. He's the author of many books and workbooks and videos and podcasts, <laughs> and he's just the, the, the Christian expert on sex. The guy's been doing it for 30-plus years. He's dedicated his entire life. And it's just going to be a, a phenomenal morning. So get your tickets today. Visit sevenplaces.org to sign up. Let's visit some email questions here, Mike. We've got okay. uh, we've got Kevin and Charlotte. By the way, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at talkback at dustindanielsradio.com. Kevin in Charlotte, North Carolina, he says, hey, can you guys help me with my devotional time? I, I just feel so far away from God. And I can't get my mind to stop wandering around. I can't, I don't, I can't focus when it's quiet. 
You ever have that problem, Mike? I, uh, I've got that problem right now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's the opposite problem. I can't focus when it's noisy. Yeah. Look at me right here. Right I got here. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so how do we? How, how do we focus? I'll give you a couple steps. Um, and, and this is not a, a system, Kevin. This is just something that God has shown me that's mm-hmm. worked for me. Mm-hmm. So I want to invite you. First and foremost, there really is, I'll say seven steps. I'll go through them very, very quickly. The first thing is obviously to pray. And, and that is a very, very simple prayer. This is, you can't have a relationship with, with someone, let alone God, without engaging him in a relationship. And, and just, good morning, Lord. Thank you for this day that you've made. You know, I'm going to rejoice in it, and I'm going to be... I'm going to be glad. And, and you've given me ears to, to hear. You've given me eyes to see. And Lord God, I want to hear and I want to see the things that you've got for me this morning. It's kind of like inviting God to listen. Start to, to realize his presence with you. And that alone can create sometimes a very humbling experience. Oh it's my there. goodness, yes. You know, but but to know that he desires us to talk with him. He is a relational God. He's so relational that he gave up his only son that we could talk to him directly instead of having to go through a prophet, instead of having to go through a priest mm-hmm. now, that we can go directly to him. He's that relational. And he understands and knows everything you're thinking anyway. <laughs> right. So he, he talk kno- to him about he, it. He knows that you've got your to-do list ready, right? He's so, like my wife. <laughs> so <laughs> so here, here's what I would suggest. Have a, a piece of paper, and then when those to-do list items come up, just write them down. So that way you can just get it out of your mind and you can say, okay, I, I've got to do this. That, that way, as you engage, as you're reading, oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to just write them down. And then that kind of, that kind of gets it out of the way. That way you can refocus. The second thing to do is, is choose a, a daily devotional, you know, um, Oswald Chambers, mm-hmm. you know, my utmost for his highest is an excellent one, um, Jesus Calling by oh, Sarah Young one. is another one. It's it's quite popular. And and just start reading these. And my suggestion, Kevin, is to uh read it out loud. Read the devotional out loud. That way it's uh-huh. you're not so uh distracted. And then read it out loud a second time. So just read through it, read it out loud, read it a second time, and then take a highlighter or take a a, a pen and just kind of highlight and circle the parts that that spoke out to you that kind of jumped out to you and then the the third time i kind of read this is to read out loud once again the highlighted portions that have spoken out and then i start to think and i start to to ponder i think about my thinking in that silence because it it is a scary place kevin to be silent with almighty god but that's a it's a good silence it's a good place to be because we're so busy all the time you know, God is speaking all the time. It's 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 my fault if I'm not hearing him uh-huh. because I'm too busy all the time. Well, a lot of times, too, Dustin, you know, men like Kevin, we're so busy with daily life and what's going on. Um, I would even suggest if you could even have some type of media in the car, even as you're driving to work. I mean, a lot of times that's a, that's a captive time that you can have, and you can have— um, you know, many, many parts of this material can be electronically mm-hmm. uh, produced and have it plugged. But just set up a time, and, and God will honor your commitment. 
He will. And when you're committed, you will hear God work with you. You'll hear him talk with you. And even our, our Bibles are so uniquely designed now that you can go to the back, and if you're wanting to have God talk to you about patience, you're wanting to talk to you about maybe sin, or what are God, what are you about? We can go back there and look at in the back of the indexes, and they've got topics that are there too. And always one suggestion, if you want to know God, go to the book of Psalms and read through that. If you want to know Jesus Christ, Go to the book of John because these things are written that you may know the Christ. So those are the people you want to know, that God and his Son and even Holy Spirit. Read those two. Yeah, absolutely. The Psalms will teach you how to pray, especially, once again, reading the Scriptures out loud. There is so much power in that because, you know, when you look at the creation story, God didn't think to create. He, yeah. he spoke it into to existence and and there is power in God's word and that's that's why I want to encourage you as you read your your devotionals mm-hmm. um, and then read the scripture as part of the, both the Oswald Chambers and the Sarah Young they've got certain scriptures that go with the daily yes. devotional and I want to encourage you to read those out loud as as well and then if you've got time this is a process Kevin let me tell you you can start journaling your thoughts and then this is where really the true growth happens because you, you start to critically think about your thinking and what God is, is showing you and you yourself are kind of praying back to God. And if you're going to journal, I would then read that out loud yeah. once again. Share it with somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're married, share it share with, it your, with spouse. your wife. Yeah. Share, share it with your, your accountability person, your men's group. Absolutely. So, Kevin, I hope that those those seven steps help you in kind of systematically going and not being so distracted in your quiet time. God bless you for writing in. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says the kingdom of God isn't just a lot of talk. It's living in God's power. We love you, and we will see you next week. Adios. The Dustin Daniels Radio Show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the station is engaged in rendering counseling advice for your personal situation. If you need further help, we encourage you to seek the services of a Christ-based counseling professional. For more information on the radio show, visit DustinDanielsRadio.com.